Round one. Fight, 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 fight. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very first episode of, you guessed it, The Depot. It's so awesome to have you guys here with me today, and I have lots and lots and lots to discuss. Uh, Actually, not lots and lots, but I got enough. Clearly, I have enough to talk about. It's bad enough uh, my coworkers hear me yip-yap enough at work, okay? And then they got to go home and hear a podcast about me yip-yapping, all right? I'm I'm the yippit I'm I'm the endless yippity yapper. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. Anyway, uh, so in today's episode, we are starting out with uh, the whole uh, scrat kangaroo incident, and uh, we're gonna be hearing hearing about how all that started. But before that, we're gonna backtrack because uh, you need to hear. Of course, you need to hear my or- my TikTok origin story before. I even get to that. Now, before all of that, though, we need to discuss plans for this podcast series. So this podcast series, as you all obviously know, is called The Depot by yours truly, The A-Train, where my friends and I sometimes will get together when we're hanging out. I'll bring my equipment over because, of course, this microphone's real good at not not picking up much reverb. But uh, they'll they'll either come over to the studio or I'll go over and hang out with them and bring the equipment and uh, we'll be at the end. We'll probably be at like their house or whatever, or wherever we may be. And we'll just be hanging out, chilling, uh, telling, telling, telling joke stories with each other or talking about specific topics. But these first five episodes are just going to be, it's just going to be me right now for the first five episodes. Cause this is launch week. So I'm trying to get, all five episodes up and out for launch week. But in this first, that very first episode, we are going to be talking about the Scrat Kangaroo incident. But let's backtrack to the TikTok origin story. So uh, let's go ahead and switch on over. All right, we are now heading over to the origin story of TikTok. And the origin story of TikTok is uh, the fact that I originally started TikTok back in, I believe it was March 2020. And this was because I was bored and didn't have much going on for the pandemic. We were on mandatory shutdown for the pandemic. And... Let me just say, that was fun. Um, yeah, that was fun. We uh, we were out for about God knows when. I think it was probably about two months. It was really close to two months. 
and I had nothing to do then. So I saw all these advertisements about TikTok and placed a lot of thought and was like, well, TikTok sounds like an awesome thing right now. You know, at, at first I was skeptical. I'll be honest and say I was very, very, very skeptical about TikTok because I didn't know how it was going to go. You know, I was like, it's just at first it's because I've heard all these horror stories where TikTok steals people's data information and they sell it to other sites in which they do, um, which made me question why I joined TikTok in the first place. Other than uh, fame pursuing me, I had no, I really was like, well, I just joined this for fun because I wanted to make people smile. And sure enough, that's exactly what I did. I joined TikTok, made others smile, and well, here I am today at about 12,000 followers on the internet. I think my soundboard probably just died. There it is. Well, it's a little late for the applause. <laughs> But yeah, my my soundboard's goofing up. It's of course gonna be a goof. But yes, 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 of course. Um, uh, God, I hate. I, <laughs> this is why I. This is why I hate producing these podcasts on my own. It's a little late for the applause. But thanks anyway. Well, we're gonna keep this episode. I don't care. I just want to get it done. Okay. I love doing this, but I just want to get it done. I'm not in a mood to uh, edit all this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anywho, the the uh, basically the idea was I just joined TikTok because I was bored during the pandemic, didn't have anything to do. We were on a two-month lockdown waiting on the first stimulus check to arrive, and I had to file for unemployment. So I was sitting on an unemployment bench for about a month and a half. And this is literally after a year of being... Uh, being at the restaurant in which I worked for. I was not happy. I was very, very, very unhappy. Why? Because I was bored. Had nothing to do. And all I could do was keep up the chores around my mother's house. But other than that, it was about all I had to do to pass the time. And well... I move into my own place, and the only person's chores I have to keep up with is mine. So no matter what you do, kids, you're not getting away from chores. No matter what. You may think you are, but when you live on your own, here's a tip for you. You'll never escape. Ever. Chores will haunt you for the rest of your life. And I learned this the hard way. <laughs> Good luck. Try to escape mom and dad. Because you can't escape the chores. No. Even in your own apartment, you can't escape them. Never. They are like they're like the one monster under your bed you can't give you can't ever get rid of. They will always haunt you for the rest of your life. Always. <laughs> You have been warned. So, <laughs> so um, let's, let's just hope the garbage can doesn't grow teeth and try to attack you. Uh, Lord, Lord knows I've had those kinds of nightmares as kids. 
<laughs> That's why my mom would be like, she'd be like, Anthony, take out the garbage. And, and then I just look at it like, I, like I'm traumatized. And she's like, what are you looking at? I just said, go take out the garbage. <laughs> and I'm looking at it all traumatized like it's going to eat me. Like the minute I put my hand down there to tie, it's not. It's going to bite my hand off. <laughs> it's like, hmm, do I choose the hand or do I choose getting in trouble? Which one sounds worse? <laughs> but uh, like I said, kids, you can't escape them. But anyway, back to the topic. Um, I we were all we were off work because of the pandemic. We we're all mandatory shut chores. So I decided I gave into the ads on TikTok and decided, you know what, I'm gonna do it. And it was mainly because of my sister. She got me. Uh, she's the reason behind me joining TikTok. Uh, she gave me the idea. She said, uh, "Hey, A Train, why don't you join TikTok?" Uh, who knows? You might have a shot at becoming more famous than me. And I'm only sitting at like a hundred, almost a hundred followers. Well, uh, to my surprise, I do absolutely ridiculous memes on the internet. I like, I like to do, I ended up doing TikTok as a fun pastime and it still is a fun pastime every time, every now and then. But I, there was one video in particular that got me, that literally got me famous on the internet and had me going viral. Let's explain the story. It is now story time. Yes, it is now story time. A train story time. So... Back in uh, April, back on April twentieth, two thousand twenty, I uh, I believe we had just got back to work. I think no, it wasn't even getting back to work. It was uh, I had just celebrated. It was after my twenty first birthday, a couple months after, and I went and bought me some apple ciders with what little money I had left. So I was like, okay, you know, have a couple of bouges, right? No. I didn't have a couple. You, you, I bet you you're asking me right now, A Train, how much is a couple? <laughs> oh, God. I had approximately the 11 uh, apple hard ciders, Angry Orchard hard ciders. And let me just say, I was tipsy out of my goddamn mind. I. <laughs> Here, here it comes. I was, uh, I guess, I guess, I guess, I decided to take my nephew outside. We play with the frisbee or whatever. I walk outside and I get on the railroad crossing. I don't know what was in my right mind, but I did it anyway. I know, I know, my bot, my kitchen manager is probably going, "Damn it, train! What is wrong with you? Why are you such an idiot?" But <laughs> here we go. I get on the railroad crossing. And I say the one quote that blows up TikTok by storm. And it is now one of TikTok's most viral videos on the net right now. Uh, this quote ended up, everyone knows what this quote is. I'm not going to say it on the podcast because then it becomes, because then it will make this podcast popular. And I don't, I just want to share this among friends. Who knows? That's they're probably the only people I want to share this amongst. But 
That quote made me famous on the internet. And I didn't expect this to happen. Uh, This was the one thing I did not expect to happen to me. And sure enough, poof, here I am. 12,000 followers later. Almost one year. No, scratch that. It's been one year on TikTok. Uh, Today's date is what? I think it's March something. It's March 16th. I joined TikTok in January. No, not January. Yeah, it was March. So it was March 16th. So today is my one year anniversary on TikTok. Today marks my one year anniversary on TikTok. And here I am 12,000 followers later. That's a milestone, damn it. <laughs> That's not the milestone I wanted. But here I am. <laughs> I got it. I'm happy. I did it. <laughs> I did it. It's not the milestone I wanted, but it is what it is. I, I, I honestly didn't even want to get famous on TikTok. I never wanted to be famous in general. Here I am, 12,000 followers later. Meeting and everywhere I go, I have fans that say, oh, look, it's A-Train. Everywhere I go, I literally would be walking out at Wickham Park and I would run into at least five fans of mine. And it's so weird. It's like, it's because it's nothing. It's because it's nothing I've ever felt before. It's nothing I've ever experienced before until after becoming popular. Uh, I will be honest, though. My sister is quite jealous, but I mean... (laughs) What more can you do? It's just the fact that the matter is, I never wanted to become famous to begin with. I just wanted to do it for fun. I'm into doing shit for fun. Podcasting, I do for fun. It's a hobby. Writing novels. Speaking of a novel, I, I have one I want to share later. I write novels for, for fun. You know, it's like a looking forward to it becoming a paid hobby soon. But that's the, the thing is, is I do these things for all in good intended purposes, not to become popular, not to become famous. You know, I'm already making money at my job. So, I mean, why, why, why would I? I mean, yeah, a little bit of extra cash goes a long way. It always goes a long way. No doubt about it. But I do these things, you know, because out of love for it, out of the, out of the passion for it. I have a passion for all these hobbies. It's why I do them. It's why I want to do them. You know what I mean? Now, I used to have a uh, a podcast. I had a podcast the same name, but it was on Anchor. And I chose not to do it on Anchor because, yes, Anchor's free, but it's very limited. You can only cash out $10 when with the uh, services that you pay for, you can cash out as much money as you want. I could literally, if I get a $5 payout, I can cash out a $5 payout. If I get a a $300 payout, I can cash out a $300 payout without any penalties. Okay? I keep 100% of my my podcast royalties with uh, the site that I'm using now. But the fact of the matter is, I've always done things for fun. I've never did them to become famous. Now, we're going to go up to the Scrat Kangaroo topic. Scrat Kangaroo was a popufer on the internet who used to be very, very famous. He had about at least 40,000 followers, way more followers than me, yet for some weird reason, we spoke to each other and became best friends. 
Um, this was until his controversy came up. What happened was during the course of his time on TikTok, he has been accused of, of course, uh, and this is floating around. I, I'm not one to judge. I say these things very, very unju unjudgmental like. I just, I'm, t I'm just informing you guys of these things. He was apparently accused of uh, raping his dog. Basically, he's considered a zoophile. Uh, a zoophile is a person and or persons, group of persons, that have sexual relationships with non-human animals or romantic relationships with non-human animals. Uh, for example, Scrat Kangaroo and his dog. Uh, evidence has proven that he was having sexual relations with his dog. I personally don't think he has a dog. Because I've seen all his TikTok videos. I don't think he has a dog. I'm not, and if he does, I'm not aware. But he's not the only one who's been accused of being a zoophile. Uh, but evidence has pointed out that he supports zoophiles as well. Now, I'm not one to judge. Everyone has the right to love whatever and whoever they want. Just as long as it's not affecting me. You know, and that's coming, and that's coming from someone who's bisexual. All right, openly bisexual, but the, the problem with it is, is the, the, you're basically taking that and putting it all over the internet. Now, there is no difference and no borderline between zoophilia and bestiality because they're to me they're the same thing. Uh, to to me, zoophilia and bestiality are the same thing. Uh, they involve sexual relations with animals. Uh, which points towards the borderline of animal abuse, which in a lot of cases it probably would be. In a lot of cases it probably would be. Um, I just am not one to judge people for what they like, who they like, who they wish to be with, or what they wish to be with. As long as it's not bothering me or my animal, we're, we're cool. Now, these accusations have been floating around on TikTok for about, since I've been on, about a year now. And he's lost a lot of followers. Uh, he went from 40,000 followers strong to now about 15,000 followers. That is a significant amount of follower loss. And that was because of these accusations. Um... Later on, these accusations did prove false. I did, uh, I did dig a little bit deeper. However, it is because of these toxic allegations that he lost, uh, from like I said, from forty thousand to fifteen thousand. We'll see how much that is. Um, let's pull up the calculator here. So, thousand we're gonna do 15 plus I think it was 40 it was 42 thousand so he had 50 so he went up now yeah he had 50 42 so we'll subtract 15 from 42 is what I need to do not add I, I'm terrible at math I'm sorry I hate doing math so we have 42 thousand followers minus the 15. So, 
he was down to yeah, fifteen thousand. So he lost at least twenty-seven thousand followers. That is a significant drop because of the allegations. That's about twenty-seven thousand followers that he's lost. Um, a lot of them being furries, furry these quote furry protectors, which I think are which I think are toxic people. But we're going to talk about that in another episode about the uh, furry protectors. I believe that's next episode. We'll talk about the furry protectors now. But what he's lost a lot of following, a significant amount of following. Um. <laughs> Yes, he, he has lost a significant amount of following because of these allegations. Like I said, these allegations later on proved false. And then I believe it was after these said allegations, um, he eventually said something that even that made him lose a, that is still after him to this day. He basically started talking about uh, children wearing dino masks and saying that they don't count as a fursuit. They count as a toy. Now, there, that is a very, very controversial topic, especially for me, because of the fact that uh, I personally think they could count that they could count as fursuits. Because you can take them and turn them into fursuits, which is where the creativity lies. Uh, and that is what makes it so controversial about, about whether or not those in dino, kids wearing dino masks are legit furries. Um, dinos, in my opinion, count as, a, as the scaly genre. Uh, you have both furries and the scalies. Which is basically, uh, which is basically a furry, but it'd be like, for example, a lizard persona or a dinosaur persona, be like more of like a scaly. Uh, but you can make it whatever you want. In my opinion, a child can, a twelve-year-old kid who can't afford much, because there are those that can afford a fursuit and those that can't afford it. I can't afford a fursuit, so what did I do? I just bought a full cosplay getup from Lemon Brat ordered it from them and poof i have it you know and i spent about and i already and i back then and this was when i was living with at my parents at my mom and stepdad's house but i spent about 350 dollars on the getup it's a lot of money you know this stuff's not cheap stuff's more like luxury items uh a fursuit in itself a full-ledged fursuit would cost anywhere between $5,600 to about, oh God, the most expensive one was about $700,000. So that's like pure OG. Uh, and that was because you, you would order like custom parts for it, movable, you know, like uh, robot type tails that like you can control with a remote control to give expressions. Um, I think the protogen fursuits are the most expensive. Why? Because they have the robotic, they have the animatronic tails that you can control with a remote, and they have an animatronic facial feature, like a little, it's all, it almost looks like a Digimon, that's about all I can say. Uh, it's got a little, like, digital gamer type robot face, super cool looking, 
but the head itself is very expensive. Uh, I think the head itself costs about five hundred dollars. Uh, and no, no, it's not five hundred dollars. Scratch that. That heads on fursuits themselves cost about a thousand dollars. Now, a protogen a protogen head, which is basically a protogen is basically it's like a it's a robot circle. That's pretty much what they are. Now, a protogen head, fursuit head, would cost about $3,000. That's the cheapest one. The, a well-made one would cost you about $6,000. Now, the full fursuit, this is where this, I think this one's the most expensive. The full fursuit with the animatronic tail, ears, and the entire getup would cost you about $700,000. Uh, and that's if you get it fully custom built. Um, if you just get it traditionally with the animatronic tail and the animatronic ears and don't customize it, and you just get like a standard color or solid colors, it's going to cost you about $100,000. Um, and that that's the most expensive fursuit that has been ever, that's ever been made. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. The protogens are the most expensive. Now... You can choose props for your character, and you can choose whatever, but um, adding that on top of all of that is going to be an extra amount depending on the dealer. Like I said, I purchased my getup from Lemon Brat, and that's about $320. Total that to a custom-made fursuit, that would probably be about... For my for my character, it would probably be around five to eight thousand dollars, sitting around that range. I'm telling you, the, these fursuits are not cheap. They're about as much as buying a brand new car off the lot. That's pretty much what this is. It's like buying a used to new car off the lot. And some of these fursuits are for rich people, and Rich people would probably be buying these things, buying a buttload of these things. So, because of these kids not being able to afford these fursuits, uh, Scrat made a video in his live feed. There was a video that was recorded from his live feed where he was real obnoxious about saying he worked. And I understand everybody works for everything they everything they have. Oh, not everybody, but a lot of people work for everything they have, hard, especially hardworking people like myself. But you have him showing off his entire closet full of fursuits and basically saying that uh, he worked for this, he earned this. He was basically telling these kids to go get a job and, you know, to go basically to go get a job or find means to get money on their own. In a lot of sense. And a lot of them couldn't do that. And I think that's what upset a lot of these kids. Uh, and that I totally understand. But the, because of this, the kids all over TikTok got rambunctious about it. They blew up about it. And it went all over TikTok. He has now been not only shadow banned, but he's been canceled out of the furry fandom. Now... We do have quite a bit of these types of people that have been canceled out of the furry fandom, but we're going to talk about all that next episode. Um, now, without further ado, it is now time to switch on over to Meme Corner.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now in Meme Corner. And this is the part of the show where it's explicit because depending on the meme, the episode could be explicit. Now, today we have a request for the song called Out Here on the Range. It is a meme song. Um, I haven't heard it. We're going to hear it for the first time. Uh, I'm a little nervous. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, I did hear part of it, I think I'm not sure, but it, there was a song, I think similar to it that blew up all over TikTok. I'm thinking this might be the one, but we'll find out for sure. Let's go ahead and play it. I'm Hank Steele, the real queer cowboy, the gerbil loving wear winning cowboy. I'll grab your butt cheeks and pull out my willy, stir your asshole like a hot bowl of chili. I'm Hank Steele, the real queer cowboy. What's my hot dog without your buns? Out here on the range, we're having fun. My boyfriend's here, and I'm singing him a ballad, and I'll band his ass over and toss his fucking salad. I'm Hank Steele, the real queer cowboy. The gerbil loving, wear winning cowboy. What's my hot dog without your buns? Out here on the range, we're having fun. My boyfriend's here, and I'm singing him a ballad that'll bend his ass over and toss his fucking salad. I'm Hank Steele, the real queer cowboy. It takes a real man to fuck another man. My mating call is understand. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that wraps up our episode um, of The Depot. Thank you guys so much for coming out. It's been an awesome episode, and I'll see you beautiful lovelies again next time. Have a great one, and adios. Round one. Fight, fight, fight.